Today, Rinpoche gave a very clear explanation of the six perfections and how they relate to each other and how all six perfections are necessary to be practiced in order to become a Buddha because the union of method and wisdom is necessary. Welcome to the Chen Rezig Tibetan Buddhist Center. Uh, so Rinpoche wanted to speak a little bit about the Buddha, Buddha Shakyamuni. Um, and uh, it is said that during this eon, or during this time, 1,000 Buddhas will come. Uh, so, uh, and here in this text, it's showing the great qualities of this specific Buddha, which is Buddha Shakyamuni. And there are some differentiating uh, factors that we can see. Uh, so this text expresses the greatness of this specific Buddha, who is uh, one of the Buddhas among the thousand. The Shachatupa Jipa? Okay. okay, so he's among... So, so we, when we look at Buddha Shakyamuni, uh, I was just clarifying with Rinpoche, who's the fourth among the thousand Buddhas. 
um, we look at Buddha Shakyamuni, there are some differentiating, uh, differentiating factors that uh, uh, we don't find in some of the other Buddha's expressions. So it's just showing how Buddha Shakyamuni is quite special um, in terms of uh, the thousand Buddhas that will come. Uh, Buddha Shakyamuni uh, will have some uh, characteristics uh, that are um, um, just more characteristics. And as a translator's note, this isn't saying that Buddha Shakyamuni has better qualities. The Buddhas all have the same qualities. It, this is it related to the Buddha's expression to sentient beings. Um, so uh, it's, it's saying that there are five qualities that this particular Buddha has um, that uh, make, it, make it more helpful, if you will. That's maybe a better way uh, to uh, explain it. So, uh, it's, so it, it, in terms of sentient beings, okay, so, Gundabo, okay, so, Nimangapa Dugi Nima. Okay, so, Dugi Nima? Dugi Nima, to say they have member 10. Okay, then, Senchengi Nima? So, it's. Okay, so, uh, so here it's saying that it's, a, uh, it's the time, the specific time. Uh, is of of importance. So the time that the Buddha is speaking, then Senchengi Nipa, the Semchen Time Shay, the Nyomon Che Chewa. Shadamanobuda Pilkos, the Sinjin, the Nyomon Che Chewa, Jiroa. Lesso? Sinjin, Nyomon Himas, Sinjin Hima. Okay, so here it, sa it says that uh, um, there are the, the, the sentient beings uh, have this great amount of afflictions. Uh, so it's saying here, uh, that the sentient beings during this time have a great amount of afflictions uh, um, that uh, make it a special teaching uh, um, for, Buddha, for Buddha Shakyamuni. Um, so here, at first, it's talking about the, um, the time that the Buddha is teaching is of, of importance, uh, greatness. I'd like to look up this word uh, that, that is the, the name of these five, but I just don't have time at this moment. I'll do it at break. Uh, um, whether it's uh, qualities or characteristics, I'm just not sure what th this word right here, which is very important, uh, is. I usually work with a dictionary at all times when I'm translating, as do all translators. Say, Nima, that say, the Dondagare. Okay, so uh, then uh, it's the, the time of uh, um, lifespan. Uh, so in relation to lifespan, Shing um, Shing. She, the tree. Okay, so the special quality of field uh, and special quality, and then the afflictions, um, then yomo afflictions. So then the senchen, the nyomon you can, the ngapa, the nyomo. Okay, so. Uh, so the last is the afflictions themselves, uh, the greatness, or I'm going to look up this word, of the afflictions themselves. Um, and I asked Rinpoche, well, what's the difference between that and the one about sentient beings? Rinpoche said the sentient being is the possessor of those afflictions of great, great, uh, the great afflictions, and the afflictions are specifically about the afflictions themselves. So these categories uh, go over uh, that in that way. Um, so we'll, it'll all make more sense. So we have time, sentient beings, uh, um, and then uh, we have the lifespan, we have afflictions, and then uh, sheen, field, 
Um, so uh, is that five? I just want to make sure. Time, sentient beings, field, lifespan, afflictions. Uh, so those are the five. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so this text is Gunzi Shudan, but we find it uh, also in many other texts. Um, I don't know the exact title in English of this. Uh, I can find that at break also. Gunzi is the book name. Lesso. Lesso. Gun is all say. I'll have to look it up. And I'll look up the title for that at break time again. There's these five. I think it's qualities or characteristics. Um, okay. okay, so we're... Okay. <coughs> 这个是对。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是。这个是
This particular section um, is going to deal with uh, the negation of the Hashan view in, in general, that uh, nothing is necessary in terms of practice beyond the wisdom that, he sh that is asserted. That's the ultimate. Uh, so in this section, we find the 
presentation of the necessity of the six perfections along, alongside all of the practices and showing that without a practice of the six perfections, one cannot become a Buddha. Uh, so we find in this section there'll be a debate that takes place, an opponent's position, uh, so the entire position that will be negated is, is presented, uh, and then the negation begins. Uh, so as a translator's note, uh, anyone who is new in this particular tradition, uh, it's important to put it, present the entire view of what you're trying to negate so that you're not cutting any corners and you have a full negation of the view. And, and it can be shown that there's a full negation because there's been a full presentation. Uh, so it's for that reason that we find opponent's position and then response. Uh, so uh, back to translation. Uh, so this is the opponent's position. I do not assert that generosity and so forth are unnecessary, but rather that they are fully present in the state of mind that lacks any thought because the absence of adherence to a giver, gift, and recipient makes non-apprehending generosity fully present. And in the same way, the remaining perfections are fully present too. It's also because the sutras say that you include the practice of all the six perfections within the practice of each. Uh, so here uh, we find in the um, the uh, ornament for clear realization uh, by Lord Maitreya, we find where this is coming from. We find the point that's made that um, all of the perfections are connected to each of the perfections. So when we, we look at generosity, there's generosity of generosity, generosity of ethics, uh, generosity of patience, generosity of effort, generosity of concentration, uh, generosity of wisdom. So uh, I think I, those are all the six. If I missed one, I apologize. Uh, but so we, we, it's clear that uh, each of the six perfections relates to each other with this, the generosity. But when we move forward and look at the other perfections, they all relate in the same way as well. So when we look at uh, ethics, for instance, um, there are the ethics of ethics, there's the ethics of generosity, the ethics of uh, patience, uh, the ethics of effort, the ethics of concentration, and the ethics of uh, wisdom. Uh, so, and then all of the other perfections can be explained in that way too. Uh, so uh, we see that, the, that all six have six, as uh, Rinpoche said. So that all, all six perfections have these six relations. Uh, so, um, uh, what will now be presented is the fact that there is no um, beyond uh, the practices. So it says it, here, it says the, because of the um, absence of adherence uh, to a giver, gift, and recipient uh, makes non-apprehended generosity fully present. So, uh, and in the same way, the remaining perfections are fully present too. It also, because the sutras say that include the practice of all the six perfections within the practice of each. So there hasn't been much expanding upon that because the negation will now take place, which we'll explain further. Then Rimache, that's the Donda Garre, the Jimba Dan, the Hashan Garakalan, the the Jimba Jimba K Champo Yine Hajang Dero, 
Oh, I see. Okay, so I was asking Rinpoche just to clarify further, like, uh, what this means. So he's, uh, this is saying that uh, this generosity that's being e- expressed here isn't really generosity, um, because there's no thought. When we have non-apprehending, there's no thought taking place. So then there's this idea that one is, can engage in generosity in some way without thought taking place whatsoever. Um, and it's showing how that's, that's not really generosity um, when you're in this state of non-thought. Uh, there, the, and that, it, that type of generosity um, isn't really generosity because there's no activity, there's no conceptuality, nothing's taking place. So just the mere absence of that doesn't mean the, the, the fact that there is mere absence in relation to action, agent, and object doesn't mean that um, there isn't activity that takes place in relation to them. It just means that the activity, the action, the agent, and the object are all empty, but that activity is still necessary. If I added anything, I apologize. Um, uh, so uh, I just asked Rinpoche to clarify. So here, this is really saying this non-apprehending uh, generosity fully present is, is speaking to this non-apprehension of conceptuality altogether. And that kind of generosity is the one that is being posited here. So that's going to be negated. It's going to basically say like regular generosity uh, is also necessary. Um, uh, um, okay, So there's going to be five sections of negation that are going to take place. Um, um, so um, it says in the commentary that there, this is really something that needs to be discussed um, because of this idea that there is this non-apprehending generosity mentioned. Um, so uh, um, this needs to be discussed. Um, so if there's the uh, generosity of wisdom and the wisdom of generosity, I think that that's what it's being kind of leaning towards. Um, and it's the negation will then take place. So 
Okay, so we have a first negation. Um, uh, so here it says, if they are all fully present in a state of mind that lacks thought, then when non-Buddhist meditators are in meditative equipoise, even in single-pointed states of serenity, all of the perfections would be fully present because they also are not adhering to a giver, gift, and recipient. So here, this is the consequence to thinking like that. If, if that's the case, then there, anyone who has single-pointed concentration anywhere is co practicing everything at once. Uh, so that would be the first, um, uh, it's called, it's reduction in absurdum is what it, uh, reductio in absurdum is what is actual literal translation of what takes place here. And then they translate it as consequence. Um, but it's the consequence to an illogical statement. So that's what it, the negation will be, a bunch of consequences to the, the illogical statement. So it reduces the illogical statement to being absurd. Uh, so that's what that means, just as a translator's note. Because Rinpoche is saying this is all in debate format. Um, so that, that's how debate works, and that's, I'm just trying to give you the language that works around this. With the consequence, it basically is that that point has been reduced to something of absurdity. That's what consequence means. Okay, Digsung Rinpoche. Tony <laughs> so the second um, negation, uh, I keep saying this word sa, when there's the debate takes place, when you say something that's broken the logic, the debater says sa. It means that it's broken, your, your logic is finished. Uh, so this is the next, Rimache, then nipa? They're nga, then nipa. Okay, so this will be the second. Uh, it says, in particular... Oh, Tambo Nyamdu? Okay, so I'm sorry. This is within the first one, within the first negation. Uh, in particular, oh, I see. It's, uh, in particular, when Shravakas and Prachika Buddhas non-conceptually perceive the real nature, as in the earlier qu quotation from the Sutra on the Ten Levels, all Bodhisattva deeds would be fully present. So they would absurdly be Mahayana practitioners. So uh, this is in the first one. So it's saying that, uh, just as a translator's note, those are Hinayanists. Uh, Shravakas uh, and Prachika Buddhas are hearers and solitary realizers, and they are Hinayana practitioners. So it's saying when they meditate, they're me really Mahayanists. Uh, so that's this next consequence that reduces it to absurd, absurdium, I believe. <laughs> What 
the way that this works, so the way that we say that all of the perfections are within the perfections, it's meaning that they all have um, um, s. They all have um, instances of of uh, connections. So what is the um, so when we look at generosity has six perfections, uh, um, ethics has six perfections, patience has six perfections, effort has six perfections, etc. Um, so. Uh, how does this work? So what is the, for instance, the generosity of generosity? That would be this, the regular generosity. The generosity itself um, would be considered generosity of generosity. Um, generosity of ethics um, would be, I'm, and I'm not sure if you would say it the other way, because Tibetan's backwards sometimes, so I don't know if it's ethics of generosity, but I, I think you keep the main point first, so I'm going to do it that way. Generosity of ethics uh, would be the actual generosity one is engaging in is ethics, um, so is ethical. Um, so when it, the debate takes place, from she says in Chura, and that's the debate grounds in, in the monastery, it's called Chura. Um, this is what they would say. They would say that the engaging in the act of generosity, this practice itself, is ethics. Um, so that's how we would say um, it, this would categorize it. it it's not non-virtue, it's ethical behavior. So this, and then the rest of the perfections would be explained uh, in a similar way. Then, then the, the zupa kandre, the jimbi zupa. Okay. So, how do we explain this? Uh, I just want to, it's going to take me a minute to put this puzzle together. So, um, 
when we look at, for instance, uh, the, the six perfections have six perfections. So the uh, um, generosity has six perfections, ethics has six perfections, patience has six perfections, uh, effort, uh, six perfections, um, meditation has six perfections, and wisdom has six perfections. So when one has the perfection while one is practicing the perfection, then that becomes explained in that way. So when one uh, is being generous and has patience, then this is the generosity of patience. When one is being generous and making effort, then this is the generosity of effort. So there's a big debate, of course, that takes place. So which is it? Uh, is it effort or is it, pa is it generosity taking place? Which is the core thing that's happening here? Um, so that this is a big debate that takes place. And then another big debate that takes place is when you get to the uh, wisdom part, um, because there's obviously this type of wisdom that's being spoken of here, uh, the, the, uh, um, the generosity of wisdom. If it's generosity of wisdom, it's not necessarily really generosity. And, and then you would say, show something. And you would have this example here that's being used to show that the six perfections are being practiced all the time. Uh, this, this example that um, this non-apprehending generosity uh, is an example of... Uh, um, so just as a translator's note, when, when one is wisdom, for instance, as a direct perception of emptiness, um, that generosity um, that you would say there isn't really generosity. Um, you could name it that, nominally designated as that, but it doesn't, because there's not actual activity of generosity taking place and there's no conceptuality uh, that is saying I'm being generous taking place we can't say it's really generosity um, so we can say what we say in the debate field is it is not necessarily so so if it is the generosity of wisdom it is not necessarily uh, generosity um, but if you say what is the generosity of wisdom, it's generosity. But if it is the generosity of wisdom, it isn't always generosity because there's some examples of generosity of wisdom that aren't generosity. Does that make sense? So if you, you just, I really suggest that as we get into these kind of texts, if people are really interested to, to read the Course in Buddhist Debate, um, and some of the other texts that relate to debate, because we're going to start to get into language that's really specific, and I'm start and I'm not that comfortable with using so much translator note. Um, I know it's necessary to some degree, um, but I would really, uh, really um, suggest that um, because you'd understand where is, but not necessarily is how that relates, and that's one of the most important points in the debate. Um, and when you're looking at looking at topics and so forth. Um, so anyway, um, so you would say that generosity of, of wisdom is generosity, but if it's generosity of wisdom, it's not always generosity. Posit that which is generosity of wisdom that is not generosity, you would say the subject, a non-conceptual uh, wisdom of generosity, <coughs> this non-apprehending generosity. Um, so... Um, uh, that I think is everything. And if um, so, number two, did I, I don't think I read number two. And if you assert that just one practice is sufficient because the sutras say that all six perfections are included in each, um, uh, hold on, 
Where's Nipa Kabarka? Oh, in particular, I just want to reread the second. Nipa Kabargutso Rinpoche. Nipa. Yeah, I was right. I was right. Nipa Shindu Tsongwa Shibi. Nipa Dene Shindu Tsongwa Shibi. Manichibi Chuba Tawas. Okay. Ne Shindu Tsongwa. ね、我的門地表は江巴的新都倉村有啊です。Lesser。ね門地江巴表現的這個です。看那個です。ね,人人都都都倉完對吧,送別。這張紙出版對哪是?人人都發信人人都都都倉。ね,送別這張紙出版
So that's what the meaning of that is. Uh, when a mother stricken with grief at the death of her beloved child engages in conversation and other activities with others, the feelings she expresses do not eliminate the force of her grief. Yet not every feeling she expresses is necessarily grief. Similarly, if the wisdom that knows emptiness is very strong, even though the states of mind associated with giving, making obeisance, circumambulating, or reciting are not cognitions of emptiness, this still does not preclude... Uh, you are being involved with them while endowed with the potency or force of the cognition of emptiness. For instance, at the start of a meditation session, if you first generate a very strong spirit of enlightenment, the spirit of enlightenment is not manifestly there when you then enter meditative equipoise on, in a concentration on emptiness, yet that this does not preclude this concentration's being imbued with the potency of the spirit of enlightenment. Uh, so it's saying that these can simultaneously be there. So the big debate is, well, is it wisdom or is it method? Is it uh, is something that is, that is the generosity of wisdom, wisdom, uh, or is it generosity? So um, here we see it says that, um, uh, for instance, uh, similarly, the wisdom, very strong. So that's the important determining factor. Which is the most predominant uh, thing that's there? Um, and then that would be... Uh, um, how you would understand it. See, because you could be uh, un having a very strong um, understanding of emptiness while circumambulating, but you are paying more attention to that emptiness than the circumambulation. But that doesn't mean you're not circumambulating. Um, so uh, um, that that's what. Uh, so then, whatever is stronger state of mind associated. So it says similarly, if the wisdom that knows emptiness is very strong, even though states of mind associated with giving, making obeisance, circulambulating, or reciting are not cognitions of emptiness, this still does not preclude your being involved with them while endowed with potency or force of the cognition of emptiness. So even though you're more focused, if you will on emptiness than the actual walking around, that doesn't mean you're not walking around. Uh, it just means that your focus is more on, on that. Um, um, and, then it, and then it goes on to speak of that it, when you begin a meditation session, uh, if you make that foundation bodhicitta or the spirit of enlightenment, um, and then move on to the entrance, uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, move on um, to a state of meditative concentration, that meditative concentration is saturated with the spirit of enlightenment, which was the basis of, of, of going into it. Um, so the word saturated is used a lot of times, uh, um, imbued, saturated. Um, sometimes that makes more sense that uh, your mind is, even though uh, um, it, you're walking around, it's saturated with this um, idea of, of emptiness. Um, Dixon. <laughs> Do 
Tony to be sure of your trouble, and the same be said, and then the Jimbala so what to do, Tony to be sure of my inner, this seems a lot to grace. Tony to be sure of your trans, Tony to be sure of the short trouble you by inner, and the short trouble you are Jim to all, and the Jimbala to the Zubala so what, and the Shubala Juvice. Shadon, Shadon, Shabuadon, Goadon, and the hard job of the Shibitze. The da maybe Lutena, Lutena, Tony Tuba, my agents. These, Tony, Tony, Tony to look shoot up Yabayena, these shots of Alasuba. To talk about Tony to look the Marite, Tony to lose symbols, Yahoo's. My agent. Tee, Sudan, Demba Juba Magayes, Tisimba, Tisinson and Jigres, Tony to be sure of the Saint, Tony to be sure of the Shambuad, Chubabu or Sotola, and Crochet Goro, Crochet and Simba is Shachu Sanga Crochet with Shatsawa, Chubabua, Najima Tongala Suba to go sing love this thing, the Yingu Mades, Simba Juba Magillas. Tungo Tabo, Tungo Tabo, Sanjuji Saint Shootabo, Mototanas, Saint Tanji and Zubu Sanjugum Tubasha, T. Chetune, Chukar Jubaina, Tana, Tobani Ting and the Lejavi says, and the Sanjuji Saint Mosu Major, Sanjuji Saint Saint Sakuros, says Simba, Mangelos, what about the Sombat under it? Kalila, Kale. So this whole section is speaking of the idea of being saturated or imbued with um, something, because um, this is explaining uh, the six perfections, having six perfections, um, and how that's possible. <coughs> and Rinpoche went back to the example um, that's given here of a, a mother grief-stricken at the death of a child, and says that while engaging in the conversation and other activities, the feelings she expresses do not eliminate the force of her guilt, yet every feeling she, grief, yet every feeling she expresses is not necessarily grief. Um, so it's saying that uh, even though there is this uh, saturation that, that is there, um, this, this grief that's present, it doesn't mean that every expression that is made uh, is grief. Um, uh, it's just saying that it's present. And it says, similarly, if that wisdom that knows emptiness is very strong, even though the states of mind associated with giving, making obeisance, or commandulating, or reciting are not cognitions of emptiness, this still does not preclude your being involved with them while endowed with the potency or force of the cognition of emptiness. So it's saying that uh, if you have this very strong presence of the understanding of emptiness in your mind, uh, and then you are going about activities with this very strong understanding of emptiness, um, then it doesn't mean that this circumambulation is the wisdom realizing emptiness. It's merely saying that the circumambulation is saturated <coughs> with wisdom of emptiness. Um, so there isn't this meaning that something that is some, something turns into something that it can't be. It is circumambulation. It just means the person that is circumambulating, the circumambulator uh, it, within the mind uh, has this understanding of reality um, and it's saturated with it. So it's saying if even if it's very strong, 
and, and it can be very strong and very present, but not be the wisdom-realizing emptiness. As a note, the wisdom-realizing emptiness is a non-conceptual experience that you couldn't circumambulate and so forth, engage in other activities while, while having this non-conceptual direct perception. Uh, so, uh, and then it goes on to give the, uh, another explanation saying that in the beginning of a meditation session, um, if someone meditates on bodhicitta, the spirit of enlightenment, and then that becomes very strong and his or her mind becomes saturated with it, it's present when they move on to the, uh, uh, the meditation uh, 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 on emptiness. So if you have a single-pointed concentration on emptiness, for instance, um, it's imbued with the mind that inspires to enlightenment. Uh, even though there's this non-conceptuality, it's saturated with it. Um, so the mind has saturation. Uh, so that's what the meaning of this is here. Um, it's showing how these two things can abide uh, almost simultaneously. Um, yeah, these two things can abide uh, simultaneously. This idea of the wisdom of realizing emptiness while circumambulating. And as a, as a translator's note, again, you're understanding that the action agent and object are empty while you're doing it. That's what it means to be saturated with this understanding of emptiness while you're doing something. You're understanding that you're, what you're doing, the action that you're doing, and, and what you're do, related to doing is all empty. Deeson Rimche. That was three. So it is, uh, so this is number four. Uh, it is this sort of thing that is referred to by the term non-apprehending generosity. It is not the complete absence of a generous attitude wherein giving is not feasible. 
understanding the remaining perfections in a similar way. Know also that this is how method and wisdom are inseparable. So it's this idea of saturation, this idea of this presence, even though uh, if one is this uh, motivation of generosity uh, as a saturation and then has a direct perception of emptiness, this wisdom has this is imbued with that, even though it's maybe not feasible to be generous at that moment. And that's what this... Uh, 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 this is meant where we say that that before what we were talking about that non-apprehending generosity, uh, where it's present, that's what was spoken of. Uh, we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Um, Lich, just for a point of clarification, at the beginning of class we had uh, an explanation of a text. And uh, I just had some time during break to look at a dictionary, so I wanted to clarify it. Rinpoche was speaking in this text of the five degenerations. Um, so uh, what are the five degenerations? So this is the meaning of this, and I'm looking at the text simultaneously, which he had me do before, uh, is that during this particular time, it's special uh, that we have Buddha Shakyamuni's teachings because it's called the time of the five degenerations. Um, so, and these degenerations are, first, the degeneration of lifespan. So we have degenerated lifespan. Second is the degeneration of delusion. So, uh, meaning that we have degenerated delusions. Our delusions are worse. Um, uh, the, the third is degenerated persons, meaning the persons who have the delusions. So, uh, very similar to what we explained. So, the holder of the delusions is degenerated. Um, so, that's number three. And number four is the time. It's a degenerated time at this, this present time. And these times are degenerated. And the, four, the fifth is the view, that sentient beings have degenerated views, uh, points of view at this time. So these uh, are said to be characteristic of the time that we're in right now, uh, these five degenerations. Um, so it's said to be uh, a specifically important time uh, because we have the presence during this of the Buddha's teachings. So this is a very rare occurrence, even though these degenerations are here. Uh, so knowing this and knowing that it's only getting worse, it's time to practice. Uh, so uh, I just wanted to clarify that. Tu Chena Rinpoche, the Selpo Chasun. I don't have the name of the text. It's from Rinpoche, the Kangjur. Uh, this is uh, from the Kangjur, the pronouncements of Lord Buddha. Um, okay, so now we'll uh, go to number four. Um, and thank you for letting me clarify that. I don't like letting things hang out in the wind like that. Okay, so now uh, we are at number four. Uh, and again, that's Jayan Sheba's commentary uh, among the five points that will be made. And we are at, furthermore, I believe, um, you should not misconstrue statements. Puik? Uh, don't 
تیزی دلهم لعنت شبشاوس و تبدیل جبری دوا اینجا لغوی اینجا لسو Where are we at? Hold on one second. One, and that's all two. This is number three. This Sumba Zipa, Rimache. Zipa, Zipa. Zipa. Sumba Detayushin Zetamadro. Okay, so um, number four uh, is, uh, I, I just. It, it is this sort of thing that is referred to by the term non-apprehending generosity. It is not the complete absence of a generous attitude wherein giving is not feasible. Understand the remaining perfections in a similar way. Know also this is how method and wisdom are inseparable. Bao. Soyang detar shebao detsar. What did that? Tena tena wala meba meba jimba shisha meba me tao tao kanche tuni tu bishera jisse me jimba dala me me jimba sagres lesa tuni tu bishera jisse me ni jimba dala me me ni je tuni tu bishera jisse me shamba dala me me shambas enganga double jasha bisha kudwa tuni tu bishera jisse me mashi dala me me jimashis then did jimba mayen sutra mayen that the thamba la then the kanga mayen. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, so it's it's so it's saying that uh, the wisdom realizing emptiness, uh, the genera, the hmm, the wisdom realizing emptiness generosity, um, is this um, non-apprehending generosity, and then all of the six perfections we can say the same thing. So the Wisdom realizing emptiness ethics is the non-apprehending ethics. The wisdom realizing emptiness patience is the non-apprehending patience, etc. Um, so, uh, um, and we can say that um, there are. Uh, let me just ask Rinpoche. Rinpoche, the Mabela Jimba. So we would say that this non-apprehended generosity is uh, wisdom realizing emptiness that is imbued with generosity. They're saturated with generosity. That's the literal way to say it. Okay, Digsung, so generosity is a desire to give. Uh, so, or this idea, the wish to give, a desire to give, um, and we see in the um, the um, Nagarjuna's um, uh, precious garland where it says that from the. Uh, uh, generosity comes the enjoyments uh, from ethics comes happiness etc 
Um, so this is generosity is this desire uh, to give. Jimbi Longshu Chingi Day Lapsan. The Kangalago the Dekuna. Uh, so uh, we find this quote uh, in Nagarjuna's uh, Precious Garland where it goes through uh, all of the perfections. Um, and it says that uh, from generosity uh, comes the enjoyments. Uh, from ethics uh, comes happiness. Uh, from patience, uh, good color. Uh, from um, effort, charisma or presence. Uh, from concentration, uh, peace of mind. And uh, from wisdom, uh, in intellect or intelligence. Uh, so we see this uh, pointed out in uh, Nagarjuna's um, uh, precious garland. That was a terrible So we would end. what the Jukarit is. So. So then we would have to um, ask scientists this question because a lot of doubts uh, will arise um, when we when we we think about this uh, so it says uh, uh, it explains that all of these results um, or experiences come from specific causes in the precious garland so what would a scientist say so if we've said from uh, generosity uh, comes the enjoyments uh, the, the good things and from uh, ethics uh, comes um, happiness and from patience uh, comes a good color or beauty and from constant uh, from effort comes charisma and so forth what would we um, what would a scientist say so it'd be very interesting uh, to examine that so this is uh, a lot of doubts arise um, whenever we read any of this, and it would be nice uh, if we had some way of <coughs> of asking uh, those uh, who who are understand many things, such as scientists. Uh, so here's the direct quote: "From giving arises well." From giving arises wealth or enjoyments, from ethics, happiness, from patience, a good appearance, from effort, brilliance, they're using brilliance, uh, from concentration, uh, peace, from wisdom, liberation, uh, and then, uh, so lib uh, intel liberation is said in, in this particular translation, from wisdom, liberation. The shera ki depo, the gare, remache. Louis, <laughs> 
Freedom. Okay, so yeah, uh, it would be freedom. So from wisdom comes freedom. So liberation is correct. And Rinpoche said, well, what do they mean by freedom? Freedom from what? Freedom from the lower realms. Freedom from cyclic existence. Freedom from the obstructions to omniscience. Uh, so uh, this is what is meant by freedom or liberation. Deekson Rinpoche. ま、だんだんはめめめばめびじんばしやらじんばししゃいとんせんばてんめばらじんばもとらすとんせんめなじんばよんまです ジンバマトラスティジンとハマハマラシバシャウスアネソンイセンバメナチュチンジャトゥマレスソンイセンバチュチンセンジンバチュチンゾバアネゾバゾバメナワテカスウレディエレワテシックスパーフェクションズゾ
Okay, So uh, when we say this, uh, this combination of method and wisdom, uh, we say that, uh, um, that, for instance, when there is uh, um, wisdom, uh, there it is imbued with the spirit of enlightenment. Uh, and when there is a spirit of enlightenment, uh, it is imbued with wisdom, or saturated with wisdom. Uh, so this is what we mean uh, by this union of method and wisdom. It's referring to the saturation of both things within the other. Uh, so um, that's it. So, moreover, uh, I'm sorry, furthermore, you could misconstrue statements that things in cyclic existence, such as your body, resources, and a long lifespan, are the result of collections of merit. They are also only in the absence of skill and means. Uh, they are so <coughs> only in the absence of skill and means and wisdom. When collections of merit are imbued with these, it is entirely proper that they are causes of liberation and omniscience. There are limitless passages in the scriptures which say as much, such as this one from the precious garland. <laughs> Jill so, 
Furthermore, you should not misconstrue statements that things in cyclic existence, such as your body, resources, and a long lifespan, are the result of collections of merit. They are so only in the absence of skill and means and wisdom. When collections of merit are imbued with these, it is entirely proper that they are causes of liberation and omniscience. There, these are lim- there are limitless passages in scriptures which say uh, as much. So we, we find the very um, uh, often quoted uh, sutra that says, from the four, uh, the two truths uh, and the paths of method and wisdom arise the two bodies. Uh, so what this means is that uh, the, the two truths are referring to conventional uh, and ultimate truth. Uh, and then the two pathways of method and wisdom uh, produce the two bodies. So there's a special relationship uh, between method and the form body. So it's in re- dependence upon method that we find the arisal of the form body of the Buddha. Form body refers to the two. Uh, so this is the Robokaya we're talking about. So the Robokaya is divided into two categories, Sambokaya and Narmanakaya. Uh, this is the enjoyment body uh, and the emanation body. And then the wisdom is responsible for the arisal of the Dharmakaya, uh, so the truth body. Um, so, and then there are two categories of that truth body, which are the uh, actual um, w- omniscience and then the other category of the cessation, uh, one permanent and one impermanent. So uh, there are the uh, um, two categories of truth body. Uh, so those are formed by wisdom. So this is how we see the, the relation uh, between um, these arisals and how the absence of the union preclude, uh, uh, makes it so there is no possible way for the arisal of, of the, the Buddha body um, with, if there is an absence of one or the other. So Rinpoche read it a couple times. Furthermore, you should not misconstrue statements that things in cyclic existence, such as your body, resources, and a long lifespan are the result of collections of merit. They are so only in the absence of skill and means and wisdom. When collections of merit are imbued with these, it is entirely proper that they are the causes of liberation and omniscience. Okay. Okay. 
So all of this will be uh, number five. I just want to make sure. Um, uh, furthermore, you should not misconstrue statements that in cyclic <coughs> existence, such as your body, uh, I'm just going to read again, such as your body resources in a long lifespan are the result of collections of merit. They are, on, they are so only in the absence of skill and means and wisdom. Uh, when collections of merit uh, are imbued with these, it is entirely proper that they are causes of liberation and omniscience. There are limitless passages in the scriptures which say as much, such uh, as this one from the precious garland. To sum up, the embodiment of form, O king, is born from the collection uh, of merit. Um, moreover, it looks like you are saying that even uh, all ill deeds and afflictions that cause the miserable realms can sometimes become causes of Buddhahood, and that virtue, generosity, ethical discipline, and so forth that lead to high status causes cyclic existence, but does not become a cause for Buddhahood. Uh, so compose yourself before you speak. So here, uh, Lama Tsongkhapa is saying that you, the person who is stating these things sounds crazy. Uh, Remache said, if you look at what is being said, uh, um, it, it sounds like the words of a crazy person when you match up their statements against logic and reasoning. Uh, so, uh, and this idea that method and wisdom aren't necessary and so forth. When you point this out, this sounds like an <coughs> insane statement. Uh, um, it says, um, I'll make sure I didn't miss anything. So Tantes, 
So Rinpoche reread this again. Um, Furthermore, you should not misconstrue statements that things in cyclic existence, such as your body, resources, and a long lifespan, are the result of collections of merit. They are so only in the absence of skill and means and wisdom. Uh, so this is an isolated point that's being made. That's what Lama Tsukapa is saying. That this is an isolated point, and it's speaking about cyclic existence. If one wants to um, be removed from cyclic existence, uh, um, then it's necessary to have this union, uh, this inseparability. Uh, so if one has this uh, method that's imbued with wisdom and wisdom that's imbued with method, uh, then one is able to be liberated. One is able to achieve the state of omniscience. Uh, but without this union, uh, it just becomes this cause for cyclic existence. So if we're saying that it's just specific to this one thing, body or enjoyments, then and there's not this made category of merit, uh, um, then we're saying that it, it just becomes a cause for cyclic existence. It becomes a cause for um, um, freedom when we have this union. And then we it says... Uh, there are limitless passages in scriptures which say as much, such as the one from the precious garland. To sum up the embodiment of form, O king, is born from the collection of merit. So it's saying here, when we have the, the two collections that are necessary in order to become a Buddha, the collection of merit and the collection of exalted wisdom, we see what each of those, those two create. We see that the Buddha's embodiment of form, which is the Robakaya, which refers to the uh, Nirmanakaya and the uh, Sambhokaya, um, is a result of this collection of merit. And then the, the other being the Dharmakaya collection of, of, of wisdom. Um, but uh, the, it's, the union is necessary, but it's saying while the, when these unite, this one has more of a, a cause for that, and this has more of a cause for that. But it won't work unless they're united. This, this being a cause for those things does not work unless there's a union. Um, so this, it's not saying that uh, you're only doing one and then you get a form body. Um, it's not possible to become just a form body Buddha. Uh, you, it, it's, it's a package. It's just saying that this part of the Buddha comes from this past training, this part of the Buddha comes from that past training. Uh, so that's another way to translate it more loosely. Uh, the bodies could be translated as parts of the Buddha because it's not different Buddhas. It's one Buddha who has all these parts that make up him or her. The form body, the truth body, all these bodies that we're talking about are one being. Um, it's just this one being has as many bodies as he or she wants and we categorize these bodies in, the, in such a way. Uh, so this is the, the reasoning uh, behind that. Um, so it's saying that the, uh, the form is connected more to merit, um, the the union, the merit part of the union. There, Deesa. Sabdu. Dikabudu. 
Oh, I didn't read. Did you learn so? She she was dance. Pombo samba le. Me bar don't you jimba jimba don. Me bar don't you jimba jimba don. Chudin chudin je. Chudin chudin je. Chudin samba. That's what. That's what. That's what. That's what. Shabat Jews, cutin tujuh jenis itu tu kalau dibar itu, shabat Jew orang tu, dibar apa yang kau maris? Shabat Jew, shabat shabat dance, sampai shabat lejang, shabat jenis apa? Tetang jenah, tu bahos, yang semua tu bi, yang semua tu benda, shangchu bahos, shesong balang, cua macam des. Tambitone, tambitone, Danyezo, Shinjiludo, Shembekune, Lanyu, Jensone, Madabe Duji Lezo, Shijes, Jenso Duji Lezo, Tamba Mede, Jentona Shindulan, Sombe, Santetan, Shirajan, Dulezon Daba, Jesus, Watanama, खाजी दबाज काग दुआ, शेडुला सुबह गो, शेडुला सुबह गो बाज जब दूजी ले सोस, शेडुला सुबह गो बाज जब दूजी ले, खाजी को उन्हें ले सोस, गो बाज जब दूले ही सुनसार जुएसर हुआ आ, वो तो इंद्र ने जागूरे सुने था, पंपों सुबाले मैं बातों यूज़ ये बातां, मैं बातों यूज़ मैं बताऊँ ये जिंबा जिंबा था, चुड़ी चुड़ी, तुझे चुड़ी तुझे चुड़ी चुड़ी ये दरवा, चुड़ी सुना सुने, तो तो था जी सो सो शाबाज़ जो हो तो तो कंगा दीपर है, शादा माजे ने दरवे अभी उनको मारे हैं, दरवे दुगने उनको रहे हैं, शेषी बताऊँ, थांबे शिवाले, जो बता जिंजे बता � Yosu Mutubane Shanchu Bos, Tuba Jinyeb Tadji Tuba Rez, Yosu Mutubane Shanchu Lkogu Rez, Lohl Tizil Tene Mambu Yosai Rawada, Shesu Mandalang Chua Majadde, Tambi Tene Da Nyesu, Shinjilu Di Shembe, Kune Lanyu, Jinsu Ne Madabi, Dujilesu Shijis, Shinru Dujilesu Yade, कांजा के दांजे तो शेजी दांजे, पुमंगाबा तराजां, दांजे जितनों बंद माया तब जो सुता हुस, ने कांजा देवा मारुवारे, चूँ देवा मारुवार जलाऊ मारवे, कांजा देवा मारुवार वा, चूँ देवा मारुवार, कांजा दां, चूँ देवा मारुवार हिंदे तेंदे हिंबेशर, कांजा चूँ देवा मारुवार ह वो तो कांजा नेबर ड्रोबन जेबा दां चूत नेबर ड्रोबन जेसुना अन्य तेज सेंबी शिरो तो गलो अन्य दूले इंसिना वो तो डिग्रेस ओके Dadnyesu, Shinji Lutu, Shembe, Kuna Lai Shinru De, 
Okay, so this is all going to be in, in the number five category. Um, everything that, um, moreover, okay, so moreover, I know uh, I read this, I think, but I'm just going to go th from here. Moreover, it looks like you are saying that even all ill deeds and afflictions that cause the miserable realms can sometimes be causes of Buddhahood, and that virtue, generosity, ethical discipline, and so forth that lead to high status causes cyclic existence, but does not become a cause of uh, Buddhahood. So compose yourself before you speak. Do not misconstrue the following statements from the sutras. So here it's showing how you could mix this up, some of the sutras and, and, and how you could mix them up. Adhering to the six perfections, generosity and so forth, is demonic activity. And the Sutra of the Three Heaps says, Confess each of these, descending to the level of objective existence and giving gifts, observing ethical discipline because of a belief <coughs> in the supremacy of ethics, etc. And from the sutra requested by Brahma, all analysis is conceptual thought, the non-conceptual is enlightenment. The meaning of the first passage is that generosity, is, et cetera, is motivated by a mistaken adherence to the two types of self. Uh, um, the self of the persons and the self of objects is not pure and therefore is stated to be demonic activity. This passage does not teach that generosity and so forth is demonic activity. Otherwise, since it mentions all six perfections, you would also have to assert that the perfections of meditative stabilization and wisdom are demonic activity. I want to double-check that word, to demonic activity. I'm sure they spent a lot of time and, and did, but I just want to check that word and see if some other types of translations. So the, the meaning behind this is, uh, is adhering to the six perfections, grasping at the six perfections as having true establishment is demonic activity. That's what the meaning of this is. Um, this, uh, the grasping at anything as having true establishment is, is negative. So it says, um, confess each of these, descending to the level of objective existence and giving gifts. So this is saying, giving as if the action agent and object are truly established. So this type of giving is, is not um, the activity of enlightenment, or not an enlightened type of activity. This is the activity of, of cyclic existence. Um, so that's the point made here. All analysis is conceptual thought. The non-conceptual uh, is enlightenment. So here, this is merely speaking of, uh, if we go back, it says, the, um, motivated by a mistaken adherence to two types of self. So it goes back to the mistaken adherence to uh, true self of persons and true self of phenomena. So these are the two things that we misapprehend, our self and all phenomena. And we say that self and phenomenon, or uh, persons and phenomenon, are not truly established 
because they dependently originate. So because of dependent origination, these things are not truly established. The person is not truly established, phenomena is not truly established. So knowing this, generosity and so forth is not truly established. And grasping at these things as being truly established is an incorrect notion. So therefore, it's saying demonic activity, negative activity, um, activity of ignorance. Because even though it's seemingly positive, it is imbued with mistaken view. So it's the mistaken view which is the demonic part here uh, that's being spoken of. So this is the reason why it's this explanation of these types of passages are needed. Uh, because without it, it could be misconstrued. So it's literally saying that the, the grasping at these things incorrectly, adhering to them incorrectly is the negativity, and this is what is, needs to be confessed. It's talking about acknowledging this as a downfall. Confess each of these. Acknowledge this as a downfall. Acknowledge that uh, observing ethical discipline of a belief in supremacy of ethics, grasping that as being truly established, um, is, is non-virtuous. And this is actually one of the graspings, if you look it up, grasping at uh, ethical discipline as uh, suprem supreme. It falls categorically under one of the mis wrong views, uh, if you look it up. Um, so uh, this is what is meant by that. And then it says, uh, it doesn't teach that, uh, this passage does not teach that generosity and so forth is demonic activity. Since it mentions all six perfections, you would also have to assert that the perfections of meditative and stabilization and wisdom are not, are demonic activity. So it's saying if you assert that these are, then because the concentration and wisdom are also perfections, then you would have to say that that's demonic activity. Um, so that's the pure meaning of that is the incorrect perception of these things grasping at phenomena, grasping at persons as being truly established. And just one more thing, going back to generosity, the six perfections, I found my notes. Um, so generosity is divided into four categories, the Dharma generosity, ge material generosity, generosity of love, and generosity of giving fearlessness. And the definition of generosity is the thought to give. Without the thought to give, there is no generosity. So Rinpoche is saying that there has to be this thought to give for there to be generosity. Therefore, when we're having a non-conceptual direct perception of emptiness, so wisdom realizing emptiness, generosity, then we say that because you have to have a thought to give, there's no conceptuality. So that's why we were the point we were making before. Uh, and then ethics has three categories: ethics of vows, six perfections, and benefiting uh, ill beings. Patience four, patience of accepting suffering, the patience of remaining uh, uh, calm w whenever. I I don't have all of those. I, Rinpoche only went up to uh, patience of uh, Dharma, the patience to gain assurance in the Dharma. So that's effort. And from patience comes good color. Uh, and then joyous perseverance uh, has three. Meditation has uh, two or six, depending on how. And then wisdom has many categories. So uh, that's it. And so we created a large amount of <coughs> virtue. Rimache nga the the jimba ewa dangseni yur ling the lasong ngama cheran lasong. So I was just telling Rimache I just was going over the perfections that he mentioned, specifically the one generosity, um, and that I had found my notes. Okay, so <laughs> today we go out there, go out to see and hunt you, do the song you go on to do more by Hina, Chutibaji Jasun Zabandabu is, Lesser, Sanjee is more this, Lesser, Chutibaji Jasun Chutibaji 
जासू मकान पर तत्ते में से तीन शांतियों यहाँ गवाह यहाँ शांतियों मातू पत्ते में से सुनवारेस so we've engaged in a great amount of of virtue. So since we've engaged in this great amount of virtue, it's important that we uh, do a great dedication. Uh, so it's been stated by the Buddha that just like a drop of water from a bucket that's been put in the ocean does not dissolve until the entire ocean does. Likewise, this virtue that we've created will remain until it becomes a cause for our ultimate Buddhahood. Um, so it's for that reason that uh, when we properly dedicate virtue, uh, it remains with us. And when we don't properly dedicate it, it does not remain with us. Uh, so it's for this reason that we properly dedicate our virtue so that it becomes uh, this cause for our Buddhahood and remains until then. Uh, so concluding mandala offering and dedication uh, prayer. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well, with whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times. I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avokateshvara, Tenzin Yatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandok, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Rimache Gutsi Shapi Denrana.